Hey, what's going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here. It's bringing the Monday Night Football Showdown site between my Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers. And we have another Millie Maker up top, million dollars to first. So a lot of money to be won on this showdown slate. But if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos as well as live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. If you're unable to watch my videos, I also upload on Apple Podcasts. It's called the DK DFS Show. And if you have a minute or two, if you could leave a five-star rating and review, that would help me out a ton. If you're interested in signing up for premium content, offer that on patreon.com. Uh, link down below. NFL package will go over every single show on site, all the main slates, obviously. Esports package that includes Call of Duty and CSGO, and then NBA package that uh, obviously will be covering NBA preseason as well as NBA regular season. Only two weeks away from today, guys. And I do want to thank today's prize, uh, today's prize picks, today's sponsor, Prize Picks. So, if it's your first time watching my videos or you're not familiar with Prize Picks, two different ways you can play for NFL. First way is you take over, under, and straight up fancy points. Right now, there are 12 players posted for tomorrow. For example, Aaron Rodgers, 23 fancy points. You're the under, you're the over. Basically, that simple. Uh, you can also mix and match sports as well. Um, or you can go over a single stat if you feel better about passing yards, rushing yards, receiving yards, receptions, rushing TDs, pass completions. You can also play that way. So if you guys want to try it out, you can sign up using the code DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word. I have a link down below. Get a 100% match up to $100. So you deposit using my code $100, you will get a free $100 to play with. And uh, finally, I just want to give a special shout out to all you guys continuing to come back uh, and support this channel, uh, continuing to you know, come back and watch all these videos. If you do enjoy all the content, uh, if you could hit that like button, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos and you don't want to go live. As always, I'll be doing a YouTube live stream tomorrow before lock, kind of general Q&A, so make sure to check that one out, guys. Um, and let's try to aim for 100 likes on this video. All right, so before we talk about players and their prices for the Monday uh, night show, so let's look back line up here from Sunday night. So Sunday night went really well for me. Now, I played light. But finished 16th in this bigger tournament. Um, so the, my final lineup was Mark Andrews and the captain, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Travis Kelsey, Hardman, and Byron Pringle. So uh, what I was ha hammering home was um, I wanted to play both quarterbacks. I thought, uh, well, I was actually surprised Lamar Jackson. He's 57% in this one. He's about 50% in the millimaker. The half the field faded him. I think that was a little bit of an overreaction, right? Because... If you uh, the Monday Night Football show said last week, Lamar actually wasn't in the winning lineup after he was like ninety five percent owned. So I think a little bit of recency bias maybe was the reason that he was only fifty percent. But again, that didn't make a ton of sense. Um, I like to you know go to Mark Anderson, the captain, so allowed me to get those stars in with the two quarterbacks plus one of Hill or Kelsey. I want Kelsey. Uh, I had a much better game than, than Tyreek Hill. And two value plays that I went with were from Cole Hardman and Byron Pringle. And hey, Byron Pringle got us there. Uh, had that long touchdown catch. Uh, what a wild game. That was, I mean, most of the uh, standalone games, like the Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night games so far have been really, really good games. This is one of the best games I've, I've ever watched uh, this uh, Kansas City-Baltimore game. So um, all in all, again, it was a really, really good night for myself as well as Patreon members. And again, we had another takedown mark. Uh, let's see. $60 in this tournament into 7.5K. So that's a pretty decent ROI. Uh, we had a lot of other big winners as well, but this was the, the really big one. I want to give a special shout out again to Mark. And then if you're curious of what took down the luxury box, and this is the $22,000 entry, uh, it was actually Lamar and the captain of Mahomes, Kelsey Robinson, Tucker and Pringle. 
And uh, Go Sixers Go actually had my lineup, which was the the Mark Andrews one. So he won twenty k. Uh, again, if I would have uh, you know spent two thousand dollars on this, would have uh, would have won twenty k. But I usually play the show on slates a lot lighter than I do the main slates. Um, all right, so that is it for the look back, guys. Let's jump into it. We'll start off on the Detroit side. And what I want to do first is go over some snap counts here. So um, taking a look at the running back position for Detroit, uh, two guys played, DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams. DeAndre Swift played 68% of the snaps, Jamal Williams 35%. A wide receiver, uh, so a couple things to mention here. So Tyrell Williams uh, is technically number one on the depth chart. He's out. He played 42% of the snaps. He got injured. Khalif Raymond is also questionable going into tomorrow. He played 75% of the snaps. So if Khalif Raymond is out, then it's going to be St. Brown, Benson, Cephas, probably the main three guys. But I'm sure some of you guys that play preseason DFS recognize uh, Kedrell Hodge. He's the flat man price. I think he could get some run if Raymond is out. So, yeah, they kind of spread it out. Again, they used five wide receivers. But, again, Williams is not going to be uh, playing tomorrow. And there's possibly no Raymond. So, We'll get to those guys in there. Definitely is some, some value there for Detroit. At tight end, uh, Hawkinson, no surprise here, played 85% of the snaps. He's their clear number one um, target, and uh, I think he had 11 targets last game. Darren Fells played 29% more. They're blocking tight end, uh, but is super, super cheap in this one. All right, we'll go over Green Bay in a sec. So let's uh, let's break down Detroit. So we'll start off with Jared Goff at the top of 10K. Um, it always feels like... These average, like below average quarterbacks in the showdown states go a little bit lower owned than they should. So, um, you know, if Jared Goff is going to be like sub 50% owned, sign me up for it, right? Because this is a game they're going to be playing from high. No, we can take a look at the Vegas ads too really quick. So 48 and a half over under, the Packers are 11 point favorites. So um, yeah, Detroit most likely is going to be playing from behind this game. I'm not super worried about what I saw from Green Bay in week one. They're going to bounce back in a big way. Um, and probably blow out my Lions, unfortunately. But, yeah, uh, Jared Goff should be a good game script. He threw the ball 57 times last game, right, because they're playing from behind against San Francisco. So um, I think Goff's a pretty safe option here. And then Hawkinson, again, he's their clear number one target. He had 11 targets last game, eight catches and 11 targets. As I said, should be a good game script. I'm not super scared of Green Bay in the defensive end. So Hawkinson, I think, makes for a pretty solid spend up. I think he's going to go a little bit um, lower owned because we have guys like Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Aaron Jones in the slate. Some of these Lions guys are just going to go a little bit lower owned. At the running back position, we have Swift and Jamal Williams. Both had, I'll say, kind of outlier games, right? Eight catches on 11 targets for Swift. And then Jamal Williams also had uh, eight catches on nine targets. It is a revenge game narrative if you're into that for Jamal Williams. I don't think the the I don't think both running backs are going to continue to average ten targets a game, right? So it should be good game script. And Jared Goff has shown he likes dumping it off to the running backs. But the only thing I'll say about these two Detroit running backs is I think like I think both uh, that last game was an outlier performance for both of them. So don't expect like twenty five fancy points from DeAndre Swift, and don't expect twenty five from Jamal Williams, right? Um, they're going to split the work. Swift, probably the more talented back, but Jamal Williams is still solid too. Both are at fair prices at, at 8.4 and 7.2K respectively. Now, wide receiver, I mentioned uh, Khalif Raymond's a little bit banged up. He is questionable with a thigh injury, so that's definitely something to monitor because he actually played the most. If you take a look at the depth chart here for Detroit, so again, Tyra Williams is number one in the depth chart. He's out. Khalif Raymond, number two. He's questionable. So we have uh, Armand St. Brown. Uh, Armand. 
Amon Ra St. Brown, sorry, uh, Quintez Cephas, and Trinity Benson would be the top three wide receivers. And Hodge could get some work here if there's no Raymond. So um, definitely some value here for Detroit. Uh, if Raymond does play, I think he makes her a pretty safe option um, because he'll probably play the most unless he aggravates that thigh injury. So Raymond, definitely uh, viable. And Ty- uh, Tyrell Williams is out. Quintez Cephas um, had three catches on six targets. I think he's firmly in play for value. Uh, Lions kicker Siebert is fine. Um, probably doesn't have as, as much upside as some of these cheaper wide receivers, but still a safer target. Probably would, would lean to uh, Mason Crosby on the opposite side, just so I'm more confident in the uh, Packers putting up more points. The Lions defense at 2.8K. I think the only way they really get there is they need to pick six. So I talked about the defenses on the show on say tonight about like I was avoiding them. The only way they're going to get there was the pick six. Well, Kansas City got the pick six, but how many points did they finish with still, right? I don't, I don't think it was a ton, maybe five, five or six. So, um, yeah, not really looking at Lions defense. And then, yeah, St. Brown, um, I think he's a pretty solid value, 2-4, had two catches and four targets. You really can make an argument for a lot of these Lions receivers because they're all cheap, and it's going to be good game script most likely. So, again, definitely some value. Fells, just, just a large field tournament player. He's their backup tight end, not going to play a ton. Trinity Benson, he had three catches and six targets. Again, he played um, – 53% of snaps, so the third most on the team, firmly in play at 1K. Really, all these cheap Lions receivers are viable on this uh, on this one. And then Hodge, too, at $200, is formerly on the Cleveland Browns. If there's no Raymond, I think he could kind of mix in the number four wide receiver, possibly get some work. So um, large field tournament play there, too. And then Tom Kennedy is the last guy. He'll be probably uh, the last guy in. I don't know if he sees any action in this one. And that is it for the Lions. Let's move on to the Green Bay Packers. All right, so let's go over some snap counts here. Now, what I want to mention is the game was a massive blowout, so the starters got pulled in the fourth quarter. So what you're going to see is you're going to see some of those kind of end-of-the-bench guys have a little bit of um, little bit of action about a quarter of the game. So, like, Kylan Hill, right? He played 25% of the game, only came in in the fourth quarter. And then you're going to see that for some of those receivers. So, um, really, for Green Bay, it's going to be – Aaron Jones, and then A.J. Dillon mixed in a little bit. Again, don't be super worried about the, the snap percentages for both those guys because they didn't play the fourth quarter. Same thing about the wide receivers. like MBS, Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard are all going to play close to the entire game. And then Randall, Randall Cobb probably gets mixed in a little bit. Taylor, Rogers, they only played because of the blowout. And at tight end, uh, Robert Tunyon probably plays the majority of the game. Mercedes Lewis, veteran, but mixed in a little bit. So um, that is what the snap counts look like for Green Bay. And we'll start at the top, Devontae Adams. I don't think I have to spend a ton of time here. You guys know he's a phenomenal play, right? He is uh, one of the best wide receivers right now in the league. Insane upside. Great matchup. Um, had an off game last game. I think the Packers come out angry in this one. So, um, yeah, really, really like Devontae Adams right at the top. Aaron Rodgers, again, I'm not super concerned uh, from week one. I think he also bounces back in a big way. Phenomenal matchup here. One of the safer targets on the board. And even Aaron Jones a ton for. The only downside I'll say about Aaron Jones is it's not like he's a true bell cow back, but normally he's pretty efficient. And this is a great matchup. He is involved in the passing game too. So the top three guys for Green Bay all look really, really good. Again, I think Green Bay uh, comes out uh, angry in this one. Uh, Robert, Robert Tunyon at 6'4", kind of just a fine play in the mid-range. Uh, I don't love it. Don't hate it. He is their number one tight end, is their best pass catching tight end. Kind of just a fair play, right? I think is priced accordingly. Um, a couple cheaper options. So MBS and Alan Lazard are going to play majority of the game. MBS 5-6, Alan Lazard 4.8K. Both guys, definitely viable. Uh, MBS has that uh, big play upside. So if you're shooting for the upside, maybe it's MBS. 
Um, Lazard, maybe a little bit of higher floor, but they're pretty similar, uh, pretty similar players. Again, Devontae, the clear number one, the clear alpha with MBS Lazard mixing as the number two and number three wide receivers. Packers defense of 5K. A little pricey, right? I know they're going up against the Lions, but if they were like 3K, would be a lot easier to get to them. 5K, a little pricey, a little bit pricey for me. Uh, Mason Crosby is at 4K. I think he's one of the safer options on the board. Green Bay, big favorites here. So, um, yeah, do prefer Crosby to the Lions kicker. And then A.J. Dillon at 3K, four carries, 19 yards, uh, one catch on two targets last week. Expect... I would say probably somewhere around like a 70-30, 60-40 split with him and Aaron Jones. That would be obviously Jones getting uh, more work. So, But A.J. Dillon, like this game is uh, a pretty big spread rate, 11 and a half. So there's a chance this game gets out of control maybe in the second half. Packers are up by like three scores. And then maybe you get a little bit more A.J. Dillon than, than Aaron Jones. So Dillon, for sure, viable. Um, again, probably gets around 30 to 40% of the snaps. And then Randall Cobb at 2K, yeah, he's in play, I guess. Like, maybe plays about a third of the game. But I just think I would rather go to those Lions receivers at a similar price. Um, and Mercedes Lewis, again, this is just a large field tournament play. He is, like, 40 years old, but somehow still in the NFL. Uh, more just out there for blocking, but um, who knows? I mean, he could always catch a touchdown. He had one catch last week. And Taylor, Rodgers, these guys were guys we loaded up on the preseason because the Packers were super thin, but they're not going to play unless this game turns into a massive blowout like it did last week. And same thing with Kylan Hill. I do like Kylan Hill. I think he's talented back, but I don't think he sees much, if any, run uh, if the game says competitive. So that's really it for uh, the team-by-team breakdown, guys. And that's going to do it for the video as well. So if you have been enjoying the content so far, would really appreciate if you'd hit that like button. Let's try to aim for 100 likes in this video. Make sure to subscribe too, guys. Closing in on 10,000 subscribers. I know I've said that a lot, uh, but yeah, hoping to get to that mark soon. Would really appreciate if you are watching and not subscribed to hit that big red subscribe button. And again, hit the notification bell so you know when I go live. I'll be live tomorrow. Um, have a good night, guys, and I will see you all tomorrow in the live stream.